on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, we've got more stories of killer dogs, deer mojo, and our special guest, Julius Hope from State Vegas Radio. All that and more on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busta Knuckle Studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I am talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one, 2016's Honorable Mention Father of the Year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old Mike number one. He sits across the way. It's Mojo. What's up, everyone? Hey, buddy. Appreciate you guys tuning in once again. This is the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast, as he mentioned. You can find us on the interwebs at southernfryphilosophy.com. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much anywhere except the traditional radio, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> go there if you can. Please like, subscribe, give us a share. Man, we appreciate all you guys out there listening, uh, especially all our new listeners. And, man, what it's, it's crazy looking at all the cities that are now tuning in to the oh, yeah. last few episodes. Um, yeah, please do that. You can also follow us on the Instagrams and Twitter, SFP Radio. I pretty much suck at posting anything there, but Big is pretty <laughs> good at it. Yeah, and just connect with us. If you want to see a certain guest, please send us an email at sfpradio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to be on the radio, you think you have an interesting story uh, story uh, for our podcast, mm-hmm. please send it. Love yeah. to chat, chat with you. I mean, we're just normal people talking about normal things and like to talk to other people with normal lives. So there you go. <laughs> Well, that's a spiel for that. So how you be doing? Uh, man, I'm I'm good. I've got this this crud thing going on. You sound like a 15-year-old boy going through puberty right now. Hey, brother. Hey, cracking. Yeah. Uh, so it's just allergies, you know, just and and the thing about allergies, it just it it gut punches. I, uh, and and listen, I know I know I'm a man. You know, but men, we don't handle being sick very well. We get our arm, we can get our arm cut off and handle that better than the yeah. allergies. I would much rather like lose a toe, yeah, and I'd go. be like, oh, I'm, "I'm fine with that." I'll walk it off. Yeah, I'll, I'll rub some dirt on it. I'll be fine. But the moment where I'm like, mm, "My insides hurt. I'm done." Let like, me tell you. Let me tell you the good news. What's that? We have any hip pollen season here oh, in the south. Hey, buddy. The old, the old yellow dust. I've got the uh, the Ryobi ready to charge it up with a little drill bit, ready mm. to just go straight through my nose. <laughs> I get like a little little socket, you know, the <laughs> there you go. drain hole right there. But anyway, um, I tell you what, we, we talked early on on previous shows about the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of tell our listeners a little bit about Mandela? And, well, to put and it like simply, Mandela I mean, it, Mandela effect is a conspiracy out there, but I personally believe it because it's mm-hmm. just crazy some of the things. 100%. How, it basically, for example, you will remember something – um, a certain way, um, and then be presented with new information, and it wasn't exactly how you mm-hmm. remembered it. Uh, I guess to simplify it, one of the most co- common things is the Berenstein Bears. Mm-hmm. So, how, you, growing up, I always thought it was S T E I N, mm-hmm. Berenstein Bears. Well, to come to find out, it's not. 30 years later, it's not. So, there's a lot of conspiracies out there with time warp and alternate universes, universes those type of things stuff like that but yeah so that that's a mandela effect um and so i was driving home uh, the the other day down on church street and there's a hardy's 
uh, and I saw a sign that said Fruit Loop Donut. Well, I automatically, one, think, wow, that's really disgusting. <laughs> like I can't even get behind that. But I see how it's spelled F-R-O-O-T. Mm-hmm. And, I, and for a minute, I think, is this the Mandela effect? Right. Because I think that it should be spelled F-R-O-O-T. Right. But in my head, I'm like, I'm seeing the box and it's F-R-U-I-T. That's and I had to like Google it to see, is that the Mandela effect? So yeah, I, I guess that's, that's a great example. And I can't even remember myself because you just recognize the icons on the package. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, you're like, oh, I want that one because that's Fruit Loops. You didn't right. know. You really didn't know by the spelling. You know about the iconography on the box. Right. So, uh, by the way, Hardy's offering, offering Fruit Loop donuts. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think these things, I, I don't know. I haven't had them. And I'm guilty of actually stopping at Hardy's on the way here and grabbing a burger real quick. Right. But you did so not I, pick up the donut, though. I did not pick up the donut, but how fresh choice. can these things be, I wonder? Well, did you see that McDonald's also this week released their own donut? Oh, really? It's like just, it, it, it's a, it, the, from the packaging, it looks like a take off the old, the, the Burger King French toast stick, uh, you know, like long yeah. kind of um, flat type thing. Right, right. So they, they decided they were going to release them. Well, I had to take uh, the wife down to the airport uh, on the way home, and I'm like, hey, I know McDonald's is releasing these donuts. I'm going to try them. So I pull around. You get six for like a $1.89. Hmm. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to save you a dollar eighty nine because those things were disgusting. It was a complete waste of a dollar eighty nine. And normally I'm the guy that I'm like, eh, well, I'll eat them. Well, the good thing is, or the sad thing is you could have gone to uh, the grocery store, picked up a uh, little Debbie six or sure. 10 pack of the Dunkin' Sticks, which oh. are Bless a bear. Those things are so delicious. I love the Dunkin' yeah. Stick, especially when they you bite them and they hurt your teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, that was a good. I, one. I will, I will straight punch my kid in the face when she's going, <laughs> she's when she's going for them because my parents have a yeah. fully stocked pantry of just junk food. Uh huh. And um, they, you know, when she, we go down to visit, she always grabs a bag and just loads it with junk food because I don't keep junk food in my house. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I will straight up punch her in the face for a mm-hmm. Dunkin' Stick. Sure, no doubt. I mean, they are delicious, but do not go. And get the McDonald's donut sticks. Those things are god awful. <laughs> Point taken. So, how you be doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I uh, just hate to see you sick. My daughter's sick, but you know it's just that time of year here in yeah. the South where you know we, we go through that. Uh, you know we're in the midst of what season six or something like that. <laughs> uh, you know we have 13 seasons here in the yeah. South, so uh, we we had our fake winter. Now we have kind of our first fake spring. Uh-huh. Uh, we're about to go back into another fake winter. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, you just everyone's just gets sick. Yeah. I hate to see it. So yeah, it's just draining. You know, it's just yeah. Um, you did text me a couple of um, uh, messages this this I think it was Tuesday where you were binging on some Netflix oh, shows. Yeah. yeah. What were the ones that you? Well, you I, well I had a down day. Just you know, yeah. one of those days where I had nothing going on, just doing paper paperwork at my house right. and just watching. But you know, I watched. Uh, uh, was it abducted? In plain sight, I think. Yeah, I watched that yeah. one. Wow. Good night. I know oh. I'm white, but I'm not that white. <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine being that naive. Oh my gosh, to, to allow the things that I'm not. I, I mean, we can do spoilers if we want for anyone yeah, well, watching. If but. if you haven't watched it, uh, just fast forward like four or five minutes. We don't want to spoil it for you, but go ahead, man. Could you believe that? Yeah. Um, I don't know it being the time period or the region they were in, because mm. I know that you know the time 
time periods, a little bit simpler times. Sure. Um, you could actually, your kids could actually ride outside, you know, ride their bikes outside and not yeah. have to worry about, you know, yeah. a lot. Um, and also know that it was kind of like in what rural, uh, not Utah, but, um, Oh, adjacent man. state Idaho, Idaho. So they're in Idaho. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, you probably don't have the, the every nothing really happens there, you right? Know? I mean, so so I understand that that kind of plays a factor, and also um, this family is Mormon, which is very conservative. Mm-hmm. So obviously, their circles of trust are very conservative sure. people. So I, yep. I get I all get that. You on that, but man, mm. y'all. <sighs> I wonder. I'm almost wondering what I can say right now, just because it, it, I, I, it, I was kind of sympathetic up until the point where the dad goes. He had, he gave he gave the guy careful, a rub. Careful. <laughs> so, said, yeah. At what point did you like? This is a. This is absolutely insane. <sighs> the the daughter was missing for like five days, and then they were like, maybe we should call the police after five right, right. days. Like in yeah, five minutes, goofy, you start man. like going nuts. Yeah, when when my, my when my kid doesn't answer her text when she's upstairs, I get a little crazy. <laughs> so uh, she was about chores, but you know. Yeah. But um, no, I, I just couldn't imagine five days. And the the cre- creepy part where the the guy comes out, the perpetrator comes out to the family as he's in this like uh, going through, through ther- counseling therapy and counseling, therapy. Yeah, yeah. and the counselor who happens to be an unlicensed counselor uh-huh. uh, tells him he has he he needs to listen to these series of of happy thought tapes or whatever uh-huh. stories kind of in the voice of an, actually kind of an erotic voice mm-hmm. yeah. to listen to, you know, to listen to these tapes beside the young lady who he's perpetrating acts against. And, which, yeah, which he kidnapped to go to Mexico, by the way. Oh, and so this is part of his therapy to, to get out of that. And, and here's the deal. Like I was, oh, yeah, I, I agree when he's, when he said, I need, I need you to help relieve some stress. I'd be out. I love you and uh, I will do anything for you. But if we're ever in a car together and you say, I need you to relieve some stress, I'm out. By the way, uh, there's going to be an opportune time on the bourbon trail. <laughs> it's coming up. Absolutely and I'm going to break out that line. Oh my gosh. Um, but, and then, then she goes, she's kidnapped, goes to Mexico, comes back. And then the mom says, okay, you can go to the, uh, the, their, uh, Frankie's Fun Park. Of Frankie's Fun Park, un- yeah. yeah. Some, like, amusement park, and you it, could stay the summer there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. So, what is going on with these parents? They, I mean, I, Y'all. Not trying to cast blame all in their direction, mm-hmm. but i got to pretty much cast blame in their direction because just yeah. just not seeing things, not communicating as a family. Um, but, yeah, you letting your 12-, 13-year-old daughter mm-hmm. spend – copious amounts of time with this guy who is 40 40 and you know oh man just mm. I, I was i didn't know what to expect from this <laughs> this this series but holy crap yeah i mean it was a derail <sighs> yeah it was, it was a train wreck from get-go he, the thing where i was just like i'm done with the parents mm-hmm. is when the parents were like well, we could have put him away, but we didn't want all that stuff to come out that we had extramarital affairs. Right. So we put our needs in front of our daughter and sold our daughter out. That's no. where I was like, I'm done with the parents. I'm out. I'm out. 
Yeah. And, you know, but also the system, too. The system failed this family in mo- more ways than one. You know, I don't, But the FBI was trying to be like, I am trying to get this guy locked up. I know that. But now, you know, you know, a, a family like this where there's blatant possible blackmailing involved, where the family yeah. doesn't want to testify. There's there's roundabouts now where they can still continue. The maybe, state can yeah, process. Now, but yeah. maybe not in 1970. Oh, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. But, you know, as a father, if someone hurt my kid, you know, I don't care if I had been guilty of it myself. I, you know, yeah. I would have taken care of business myself. There's yeah. there's plenty of open land and with crocodiles and, you know, <laughs> marshes and things like in, that. In so, Idaho. In Idaho. Hey, I'd put them in a potato patch if I had there to in Idaho. Goodness gracious. It's crazy. So even uh, speaking about crazy things, let's go into some wacky news. Uh, this is brought to you by Webmerized. If you need a clean, crisp website, go check out our friends at Webmerized.com. That's Webmerized.com on our sponsors link on our show. All right. So listen, I am trying to be like Paul Revere here. Guys, there's more stories about dogs attacking people. I don't know what it's going to take to get everybody's attention to wake wake up to realize I think – that dogs are somehow on the internet when we go to sleep and they're in a chat room all together and be like, Hey guys, I think I'm going to go attack my owner tonight. Well, I'm going to go attack these guys tonight. I'm going to go take out these alpacas tonight. There's got to be some type of communication, some committee meeting that these dogs are having. I think this is George Orwell's animal farm where all the animals are starting to communicate. Yeah. It's going to, they're going to take over. Cause I mean, besides the dogs, we've had, you know, Bear attacks. We've had you know, mountain lions, mountain coyotes coming out. And just people, they're, they're doing these things that aren't part, part of their natural habit. Yeah. I mean, I think there was a TV show called Zoo where, where that kind yeah, of happened. that was kind of spooky. Y'all, a South Carolina woman, 52, dies after being mauled by her own dogs. South Carolina woman died uh, Thursday when she was mauled by her own dogs, despite neighbors trying to fight them off. For somehow, for some reason, her dogs just decided to attack her. Just snap snapped mm. and and took care of her. I mean, y'all, mm. how many times do I have to tell you, don't get animals that can kill you? Maybe the woman was being blackmailed by their dogs for uh, <laughs> stuff that we don't know about. Who knows? And, the, and here we go. Here's another story out of Louisville, Kentucky. Two donkeys are now found mauled to death um, several miles from where the eight llamas were killed last week. Oh, for the mysterious animal? For the mysterious oh, animal. Wow. I'm... It, Chupacabra, dog, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Yeti, I don't know what's um, happening, no. but the, and mysterious animals are killing people and other humans and, and other animals. I don't know what's going on. This is on. Kentucky, so you know somebody has a, a Roman uncle Cletus just walking around who's probably up on the hooch. Just uh, make sure <laughs> you take an accountability of all your uncles and cousins out there. Make sure they're all <laughs> sure. you know safe and sound. Two animals named Hootie and Guido, that sounds bad, <laughs> were found dead Sunday morning by their owner. Uh, the woman said that she thought that the there would be some, some type of noise that the donkeys would make, at least to wake her up. She didn't hear anything, woke up, and the two animals were dead. Mm. They don't know what did it. Y'all. Mm. Yeah, well. Y'all. Uh, and we're going to Kentucky when? I'm, I'm, hoping, they, <laughs> I'm hoping they catch this perpetrator before we, get, we head up there because uh, – Y'all. I've seen how these movies start and end. <laughs> That's right. That's a whole other movie. Wrong turn, Bo. <laughs> All right. Uh, you talk about a mom being prepared. A mom on a 10-hour flight, she hands out over 200 bags of candy 
earplugs in case the baby cries. Oh, that's nice. A mother on a flight from Seoul to San Francisco was worried that her four-month-old child would disrupt other passengers, so she handed out peace offerings in advance for any inconvenience. They had uh, Korean candy, earplugs, and a note apologizing ahead of time um, for on the 10-hour flight. They said that the baby did not make a noise. Wow. The entire 10 that, hours. But you know what? That's very thoughtful. Wasn't that very That's when nice. I have hopes in the humanity sometimes is when you mm. have individual acts like this where they're actually looking out for other people. That's Getting pretty that awesome. Great. Yeah. I thought that was a good story. I'm about to give that idea to my wife that next time we, we uh, when we fly together, that way she can uh, hand out packages and stuff like that for me when I start whining. That I, <laughs> are, we, are we there yet? My wife would take me in Houston to um, like a Hobby Lobby store. Mm. And it's just a giant fun factory for women, I think oh, it yeah. is. Like, it, it's awful. You can do anything. Macklemé, to crochet, to any it's of the shades. It's awful. And she would give me a Jamocha shake from our Arby's. Mm. And then we would go in. And by the time I got done, she was like, that's it. I'm done. Like, I got to wrap this thing up and check out because my my Jamocha shake was was It empty. is done, yeah. So that, that's uh, the that's, time That's a great idea. So that's how she gets, gets me through that and <laughs> Ikea and all those other places I don't want to be at. So um, anyway, so that's our wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have some hot topics and our special guest, Julius Hogue from States Vegas Radio. We'll be back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. it takes a customer three seconds to decide whether to stay or leave your website. That's why a crisp, clean, and user-friendly website is one of the best ways to market and help and grow your business. At Webmerized Web Design, we offer that and much more. They pride themselves in offering their clients professional websites at affordable prices. Are you a small business? No problem. We can cater to small businesses by working with their clients every step of the way to meet their needs and expectations. Their number one goal is to partner with their clients to help and grow their business with a successful website. They work for every client, no matter the size. So if you'd like a great website, go to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D.com, or you could check out their link on the sponsors link of our website. If you mention the word big and you'll get 10% off your website design order. Again, webmerize.com. Check them out. All right. Thank you, um, Webmerize, for, for uh, sponsoring the show. And now time for some hot topics. Let me go ahead and give us the disclaimer. The views and opinions of Southern Fried Philosophy are not necessarily those of our guests, sponsors, or friends of the show, but they should be. All right, so what say you, Mojo? The North Carolina legislators are now considering a bill to give schools higher grades for lower scores with a new scale. In Raleigh, North Carolina, there are there's a bill, House Bill 145, proposes a new model still grading school performance on a scale from A to F, but now changing their percentages. So an A would be 85% or higher, a B would be 70 to 84, a C would be 55 to 69, a D would be 40 to 54%, and an F would be less than 40%. I think traditionally now it's like the 10-point scale. A is 90 to 100, so on and so forth. Um, what what do you think about that one? Well, uh, at first appearance, I think I'm going to go ahead and give this a grade of 
stupid. <laughs> so I guess it would be a grade of S. But um, no. It's not uh, on the chart. Well, I'm going to create my own, evidently. We, okay. We can just throw a manufacturer or whatever we want. There you go. Um, I, I'd like to understand the reasoning behind mm-hmm. this. And I guess the article probably doesn't. doesn't even go that. It just I, tells I, you that much. I would, I would like to understand the reasoning and, and probably who brought it up. And to kind of get some context on this, but on the surface, I think this is very um, irresponsible on behalf mm. of an entity that we pay taxes to as, mm. as taxpayers. Point. So I think this is highly irresponsible. I, I'm pretty sure, just on the surface, looking at this, that this is nothing more to make schools less accountable for teaching our young. Mm. That we're not holding these kids to a standard. We're actually lowering our expectations of them because um, we've, we're trying to get everyone to, to, I guess, increase our our graduation rates yeah. to whatever okay, it may be. I got an A. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, I'll be honest with you. What's the next step? We're just going to stop mm. grading altogether and doing participation stro- uh, participation oh, yeah. trophies you know, as far as kids. So I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not even really a fan of the traditional education model, but it's what we have. Mm-hmm. And I think lowering these scores right now is just going to send a bad signal, um, you know, to these kids. Like, you know, my, my, my daughter pr- prides herself on being a Beacon C student. Mm-hmm. Now she has a wider wider birth to be that B and C student. Oh, so I, so she's now going to be an A and B student. How about yeah, you? I, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that because it it, it celebrates mediocrity, mm. and I I do not like that. You don't yeah. have to you don't have to strive to achieve anything. Yeah, other states have the same thing. I remember I moved from St. Louis down to Florida, and they had the the fifteen point scale here. And hey, buddy, I was rocking it there. Oh yeah, I, I mean, awesome. like, hey, Dad, I'm a I'm a low A student. Mm. Oh, that's great. Yay! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I just don't I don't like it. Yeah. I, I think I think uh, Florida is you know Florida is Common Core. Mm. Well, it was they've just now got rid of that system, and I think things like this, the grading scales like that, are probably. Um, an increased, uh, I think a lot of those things may have some roots to common core theory where uh, you, you're just basically trying to increase your numbers. And I, I just don't like that. I hate that. I mean, I mean, are they going to, are they going to increase the DUI mm. level from 0.08 to uh, let's just say 0.16? I mean, uh, you know, we're going to allow more people. To, I mean, just the logic behind this would be fascinating to hear why they have increased that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I really want to hear more information about it, but I agree with well, you. I think we may need to reach out to whoever sponsored it, and just kind of, uh, or Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest, who was on our show, and just kind of. Yeah. Get some, I'd like to understand more. Yeah, I would. I would also like to hear more. I don't. I, I'm. I'm agreeing with you. I think that it, it just shows mediocrity for folks, and just lowering the standard isn't going to help any. So. I mean, I just. I wonder what you know. Like I said, I wonder what other state tests they'll like lower the you know acumen to pass and where they're going to lower the 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 driving test for truck drivers are they going to lower the written and lower standard uh, driving yeah. standards for teenagers i mean I, yeah. i'm i'm very low regulation but holy crap i mean i mean schools are going schools are going to be looking at these kids and i wonder if it's going to drop the north you know like outside universities or north carolina actually reaching in to pull kids mm. like top people out I mean, because on, yeah. on the surface, hey, they're a straight A student, but hey, they uh, averaged eighty four yeah. or eighty five. I, I mean, mean, that it was like less than forty percent was an F. Yeah, like you got to do really bad on a test. You, for you that. could show up and misspell your name on a test and get eight F. Okay, 
But what I'm saying is that that F of like you know it was below when I was in school it was what uh, 69 and below was an mm. F. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you had to actually, you actually, I mean, you had to try to make a D. Now you don't really have to even try to make a D. Well, now and, you don't even really have to try to make an A. Yeah. Like I mean, in yeah. '85, I mean that's you show up, misspell your name, and just go down the uh, old the old random dots and fill you know the Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah and just then make a Christmas tree. You probably have a B or C or an A. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's stupid, man. Yeah, I mean, the, I know the kids will love it. It wouldn't be in effect until the uh, 20, 19, 2019, 2020 school still, year. Still, though, but I mean that's next year. Yeah, so still. Anyway, um, did you see this uh, the story about a man who buys five hundred and forty dollars? Uh, of Girl Scout cookies so that they could escape the cold. Yeah, and I thought, man, what a great heartwarming yeah. you know, story to see the Out news. Out of Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, great my hometown. Yeah. And yeah. A, a gentleman, uh, just some background, an anonymous gentleman goes and buys $40 worth of cookies. It's a very cold night. It's like 38 degrees out. Um, buys $40 worth of cookies. And then he comes back and he's like, how much is left? They said $540 worth. He said, done. Just pack it all up. Get into the warm. You don't have to deal with it anymore. Right. And I've I've bought all your cookies. Great, great, heartwarming story, story man. Yeah. What a, what a awesome you know story of generosity. Right. Then it derails. Then the, the next th- day. Then the next day. Then they find out that he is a uh, he's wanted for. Uh, yeah, DEA is looking into him for distribution of <laughs> right. uh, fentanyl, cocaine, yeah. heroin, meth. I mean, all the heavy hitters. You know, yeah. the All Star League of Drugs. He's you know he's being suspected of possibly trafficking and distributing this. I mean, you talk about a failed PR experience. Ooh. Hey, buddy. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's not good. No, if you're a, a criminal, probably need to like hide away from doing. Yeah, I would think that any that. type of like social media a, selfie post would yeah, probably not, not be a good. good. Call, so, especially dealing doing anything with cash. And girl and like Girl Scouts, oh, yeah, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, you didn't write him a check. I guarantee you that. Oh no, no. Why he, there, where's their powdered sugar on my on my cash? I don't know. Honey. He did not write a five hundred forty dollar check for nutritional and seven day workout like Jesse Smollett did. <laughs> <laughs> he should have. Then that way they can question the legitimacy of it. Uh, speaking of the legitimacy of things, one of our highest viewed and commented on posts on our Facebook page this week was how you cut toast. I thought out of all the things that are happening in this entire world, how to cut toast, I don't you know, really maybe, think that's a big, big story. But people are passionate about cutting toast. Yeah, I think maybe they need a distraction from the normal uh, <laughs> outrage on the social medias, you know? So, yeah. So number one was, was uh, cutting it sideways. Di- diagonal. Diagonal. Mm-hmm. Then the other one was if you lay it normal, lay a piece of toast down, cut it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. The other one was sideways where it was – it was cut in the middle long ways, mm-hmm. and, and so that was uh, the, the three different options. Right. What say you? How do you cut your toast? Um, probably the, the diagonal, but yeah. that's just restaurant days because, yeah. you know, you, it's what? just presentation. So why does a restaurant do it? Cut it down. Just it, it elongates it. It makes a presentation. Mm-hmm. Looks a little, you know, just play more plate presentation. Mm-hmm. I said when I want to be fancy, I cut it that way. Yeah. I always feel fancy yeah. cutting it diagonally. Right. But, but people were – Saying if you just get a, a piece of bread, laying it and cutting it horizontal, that you're a monster. I don't. <laughs> to me, you you can get more of a sandwich cutting it, you know, in half instead of you know long ways instead of sideways. I don't. Well, see, the Waffle House cuts it like that. 
Do they? Oh, they're toast. Yeah. If okay. you ever go, go go, well, I shouldn't say all of them because I've actually I've actually been to some Waffle House and do the fancy why, diagonal. Why are you getting toast at a Waffle House? Because it comes with almost everything. You get a mm. cup of water, they throw toast. No, not with a smothering and covered. If you just get that, <laughs> maybe because I'm ordering a biscuit all the time. Maybe that's it. But I, I'm not a monster, guys. I'm just you can get more material on cutting it that way right. than you can the other one. Well, you think so. In your in your mind, in my mind, in your mind, that's it. So, all right. So here's the heavy hitter. Do you want to talk about this this new bill that that just got passed, the post birth abortion bill? Here we go. All right. So yeah, this is. I mean, obviously, this is probably a couple week old story now. Um, uh, in January 22nd, there was a thing called the Repro- New York's Reproductive Health Act was signed by Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo. Hmm. Um, is scheduled on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, um, which was you know, back, what, 76, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously uh, that was kind of a, a PR stunt, I guess. But basically, uh, yeah, it, this law gives unfettered full access to uh, abortions after 24 weeks. Now, mm-hmm. 24 weeks has been considered a standard for when a, when a baby is viable. Um, so, I, you know, I know – a lot of times when we're talking about issues like this, it's very sensitive. So I want to be fully cognizant of, um, you know, women who out there – look, I, I'll, I'll state this ahead of time. You know, as a couple, my wife and I, you know, we had – we couldn't have children the traditional method. We, you know, adopted and we also used science technology. So if there's any woman out there that is or knows of and, you know – or it's kind of turned off by two guys talking about reproductive rights. I'll, I'll be right here to simply state if you, if you're looking for someone to adopt your potential, you know, unborn baby, um, please reach out to the show at SFP radio at gmail.com. Cause I will put my mouth, um, where, where, where yeah, I will, I'm sorry. I will put my, my actions where my mouth is about to speak. So, Whoa, so careful, I mean, buddy. I mean we, we would love to adopt again and yeah. I'm, you know, our home is open. So, would that be with that caveat? You know, I, I'm I'm kind of sticking to that gun, but for you know, so we can de- we can debate on and on, you know, for anything before 24 weeks. Uh, I I full disclaimer, I believe abortion um, is reprehensible. Um, I don't think it is a means of contraception, as some people think, or pr- uh, pregnancy prevention. I, I just it, I think it's a testable. I think it's. I think you're making a woman who is trying to make a best decision in their mind at the time a future victim um, of traumatic circumstances with PTSD and things like that. Mm. Um, so I don't believe in that. I don't believe that uh, it's just a woman's right. I, I believe that um, that life of that child is the, the innocence that Christ talks about in the Bible, that the innocence that we truly all believe before we come get you know soiled by the uh, the mire of this world. So um, I just I have a hard time when people try to stand up in in defense of a woman's right to choose when ultimately um, it, it it is a woman's right to choose. I I'm in I'm in full blown libertarian mode when I believe people have own the rights that are, are private uh, individual private rights, mm. but I do disregard. That one, right? Because you also have another living in, entity that has, is is a human being that has some type of consciousness at the time. So, plus, you know, I challenge you to go watch an abortion video. I, I think that will change your mind mm. after that. I, I mean, it, it sure did my stance. But um, this bill allows 
uh, women up to the moment of actual birth to to change their mind and say, no, I don't want this baby, and they could actually go in and, in and abort the child um, through partial birth abortion to um, chemical needs like that. This also this abortion bill actually goes a step further and allows any baby that has been delivered through a botched abortion mm-hmm. yeah. to remain on the table and refuse life support, um, even though that baby is now in this world. This baby's now breathing the same oxygen that we are, expelling the CO2 out of its lungs. Um, the, the doctor has the right to refuse um, life-saving measures due to the mother's, fi- the mother's choice. Well, and, and the key word that they use on that is the mother's health. Mm-hmm. Before, it was the life of the mother, mm-hmm. right? If the life of the mother was in jeopardy, now it's the health of the mother. And that's a very key differential because now it's not life, it's health. And health can mean so many different mm-hmm. things, whether it be physical health, whether it be emotional health, whether it be financial health, mm-hmm. mental health, anything that the the woman's like – Mm, this is going to cause me harm or distress. There's no, there's no legal recourse for for her to to say I don't want it. Right. Um, and so that's the part that that really has me very concerned and and disgusted as well for for you. And then what happened to the Hippocratic oath from the doctors? Like mm. they, they have to take the oath to say I will support and and help anybody who comes in that needs treatment. Well, what about this baby? Yeah. At that point, you've got to say, "There's the, that's a life, and and right. you've got to you've got to be able to provide health and services for that life." Well, and also, you know, I, I think fundamentally, by the numbers, abortion is racist. And Uh-oh. let me let me back that up and clarify that. <laughs> Send your emails to no, Mojo please do, at please SFP do. Radio. I'm just I, kidding. You no, know, Mojo at SFP Radio. I, I, I fundamentally, abortion is racist. Seventy-six percent of the uh, kids that are aborted today are aborted in black communities. Think hmm. about that for a second. Only twenty-four percent of, I'm sorry, you know, seventy-six percent of all kids that will be aborted happen in the black community. Hmm. As generations of future doctors, future teachers, future leaders, sports stars, philosophers, musicians that have been lost. Hmm. That we will never get back. Yeah, these are people that could cure cancer. These are people that could develop a way to go to Mars. And we're here. We are. Yeah. We're eradicating them. This is, you know, this is genocide. Hmm. You know, we we get to see World War II history novels and, and documentaries on History Channel, but hopefully one day we will actually talk about the the hmm. the unborn genocide. Hmm. It's it, it it breaks my heart. Yeah, I mean it really does. Yeah, and not only that though, just you know the you know was exposed last year. Planned Parenthood sells organs from these aborted babies, hmm. just like meat meat out of a you know a slaughter plant. Yeah, and it breaks. God, it just breaks my heart. Well, even New York decided that they saw the hypocrisy. Remember, there was a law that if you killed a pregnant woman, you could be put up on sure. two life charges. Right. Now they've revoked that and said now it's just one. So, I mean, we have gone above and beyond ridiculous now at this point. Yeah. This this whole movement of even AOC said, well, maybe you shouldn't have children because you're, you're bringing them up in a bad world because there's farting cows everywhere. Right. Y'all, like, 
what is going on? Well, I think, uh, but, but I, which is kind of ironic for AOC to say, do not have kids. And here's the reason why, because you talk about the new green deal that she came up with. <laughs> the new new green deal has actually come back from a budget committee uh, analysis. Mm-hmm. It will cost $90 trillion to implement this plan. Yeah. Our current debt is $22 trillion. It took us over 200 years to accumulate <laughs> or $22 trillion in debt. Now she's going to add on a ninety trillion dollar a- yep. added bonus. If you let me start, go ahead. Just if you're keeping a score at home, that's sixty thousand dollars per household. Six hundred. Is it six hundred thousand? It's all sixty dollars per individual. I forgot. Or six hundred thousand. Yeah, I didn't I, yeah. carry the O. But you know, that's that's crazy numbers. If you were to, the right now, if you look at just billionaires alone, because you know you hear Bernie and yeah. you hear crazy Uncle Bernie, and now. <laughs> Uh, Alexandria um, Cortez talk about taxing the billionaires. If you were to fully mm-hmm. tax every billionaire, which I think there's like over a thousand billionaires now in America, if you were to fully tax them 100% for every dollar that they made, so if they earned a dollar, they got to pay a dollar mm-hmm. in. If you were to fully tax them and confiscate every bit of wealth that they <laughs> currently have, you would still only accumulate $2.7 trillion. Wow. So they're well, mad. Remember, we're selling with Wyoming, so then that's another trillion dollars. Yeah, well, but I, I'm actually I'm kind of curious if AOC graduated with a, from a school that had a forty, you know, where an F is a forty, and <laughs> you can actually accumulate an A, you know, between yeah. seventy five and hundred. I mean, this is yeah. ridiculousness, and you know, but it, it's kind of ironic uh, hearing AOC talk about how you know kids don't need to be born now. Maybe they shouldn't because she needs. Every baby and every mm. aborted baby to actually pay the taxes and to work in the system <laughs> to pay for this yeah. boondoggle she calls New Green Deal. Yeah. I mean, Me you th- you think she would just want them just as workers in her future uh, communist utopia that she dreams of. <laughs> well, that then to get rid of the farting cows. Well, I'm trying to. I ate a couple burgers today, so Good I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. It's just, guys, we, we've gone off the deep end, and we're – we're screaming. I'm screaming about the killer dogs. You're screaming about the hypocrisy and the craziness of the government. Uh, guys, I mean, we've lost our ever-loving mind. The same person that de- decry, or same person that uplifts the, a woman's right to do whatever they want to with their body, is the, and doesn't protect the unborn, is the same person that probably cries over an ASPA, ASPCA mm. pet commercial. Yeah, and that that just the absurdity right there just. It, I, yeah, maybe AOC is correct. Maybe we don't need to have kids anymore because I mean, honestly, if we're going down this path, I just don't know how successful we're going to be in the future. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do a bit that we've done in the past. If you're new to the show, you may not um, you may not have known what we're about to do. We do a, a bit called Dear Mojo, where Dear Mo, we're going to ask Dear Abby questions, and then Mojo is going to answer them like he would, and then we'll kind of see if they match. So here is the Dear Abby. Dear Abby, nine months ago, I met this incredible guy, and we fell in love. We got along so well. He's smart, good-looking. He has a great career, and there doesn't seem to be any problems. So, so far, so good. Six months later, he casually mentioned that we are political opposites. Now, I'm not that big on politics, and we all have reasons for being conservative or liberal. But when I ask him to explain his ideology, he answers with a simple, to slam the other side. 
It is ridiculous for me to end. Is it ridiculous for me to end my relationship based on this? To me, it indicates that we have very different morals and values. I made my position on social issues clear from the beginning, but he thinks I'm foolish to worry about things that quote aren't true and or quote won't affect me personally. I feel misled and betrayed, but I miss him a lot. I don't fall in love easily, and getting over this has been difficult. Am I overreacting? Signed, Principled in Texas. Just show up with your Make America Great Again hat. You'll get your answer right there. No, um, you know, actually, I think, you know, there's been studies that have actually shown that uh, since the 2016 election, there's been actually an uptick in a little bit of divorces hmm. uh, due to, you know, it used to be the old cliche of financial or, you know, extramarital, things like that. But now, you know, div- growing division in politics and not agreeing on social issues is actually on the uptick as far hmm. as reasons for divorce. So I would take this as a... a you know, a kind of a blind blessing in disguise uh, from, you know, a, a provincial hand above mm-hmm. saying that maybe this isn't the right union. Number mm-hmm. one, maybe this guy isn't mature enough to fully be able to separate his ide- ideology beliefs to, you know, actually to his personal relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely consider this a guiding hand. Um, you know, it, I think social issues and political issues can come into a, to a marriage. You know, I think those things can divide. My, my wife and I have been married for 22 years and we don't agree on everything. Mm. We, we are staunchly divided on certain things, but you know, you have to have that maturity through weathering the storm through marriage. I mean, to, to come to that realization where you can actually part and not part. Wow. And that dude, that, you nailed it. Uh, dear Abby said, uh, while some couples can discuss their differences, political and otherwise, in your case, your, quote, incredible guy seems unable to intelligently discuss them or articulate the reasons for his beliefs without denigrating yours. Without mutual respect, relationships usually fail. Bingo. So good job. You nailed it. All right. Here's the next one. Um, Dear Mojo, about a year ago, a good friend, Beth, went through a violent tragedy and destroyed her family. Oh, that's not good. My husband and I own a small, small waterfront property. So during the months following, I took Beth away for the weekend. So hopefully to allow her some healing and emotional recovery. She then asked me to go again. And when I couldn't go, she asked if her friend could go whom I hadn't met before. Um, And she asked me to go again with her new boyfriend. I agreed on both of these trips, even though this is our private vacation home. We never rented out. No one has ever used it without us or even our family. Now she's asking again to use our place with her friend. I feel like a heel to refuse if we're not using this place, but I'm starting to feel a little used. Is it okay for me to tell her no because I'm uncomfortable with repeated requests or am I just a bad friend? Signed, taken advantage of. Um, if you consider yourself a bad friend for not allowing them to use your house, please send your address and phone number to me <laughs> so we can actually use your vacation home, too. No one is entitled to the fruits of your labor. We've stated that many times on the show. No one is entitled to your hard-earned work to gather this lake, lake house, to gather this spot that you've deemed for your personal family. Um, if you felt necessary, you would have put it up on Airbnb or you know some website renting this thing out. Mm. So obviously it's your personal space, your personal domain. Sometimes people just read into a situation and not you know, knowingly and unknowingly become uh, thinking they're entitled to be able to use your spot or you don't mind. So I would I would back up, punt, and just say, look, guys, you you know you're not entitled, and 
uh, this is that was a one time, two or three, three time, or three time thing, and but now we got to. I'm sorry, it's not available. Wow, he's two for two. Oh, uh, you may have been gen- generous on Beth, unless you have explained it to her. She may not realize what a special favor you did for her by letting her use your waterfront house. From what you have written, your friend appears to be getting along with her life. So if you decline now, it shouldn't shatter her. So to do so would not be a bad friend. Good job. That's awesome. two for two, buddy. You're nailing it. All right, here's the last one. Um, Dear Mojo, we need some advice. Recently, we hosted our annual holiday party and invited all of our neighbors and friends. Our invitation stated that the party would run between 5 and 11.30, so our guests could attend other parties that night that might be going on. As our party was winding down, uh, it was noticed that one of our guests, who had been at a previous party, had... <laughs> Had wet, had wet themselves on our sofa and covered up the spot with throw pillows. Mm. We served wine and punch at our party, but this couple arrived pretty tipsy. In the future, should we just not invite these neighbors? We are very distressed about this. What do you suggest? Signed, Oops in the big in the Midwest. <laughs> Put your little oxy powder on there. And go right away. No, um, you know what? You got first off a. You got to confront this couple. Mm. You got to let them know what happened. And if they don't want to take ownership, then they go to, you know, number two, which is banishment. <laughs> and if they don't take the banishment, then you go to number three, Uh-oh. embarrassment. Oh. So, you know, you just get, but you got to talk to them about it. You got to yeah. let them know, sift that on up and fess up. If they, if they make a big deal about it, then you opt for option two and three. Option four is called Chuck Norris. He'll take care of everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. Uh, I'll give you credit on that one. All that right, one, that one was good. Um, uh, what she says is, dear oops, the guilty party should have owned up to what happened and offered to pay for having your couch professionally cleaned rather than trying to cover it up. If you are 100% sure one particular company, not inviting them to any more gatherings would absolutely guarantee that it won't happen again. P.S. Covering your future in waterproof slip covers when you entertain a crowd might be something you may want to consider in the future. Hey, that or just having a stack of old newspapers when this couple comes and visits. <laughs> that way they can place them on where they think they're going to take a pee. Yeah, just put some kitty litter out just yeah. in case if they need to do yeah. that. Wow. All right. So we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have our special guest, Julius Hoke, from States Vegas Radio. Uh, we want to say a, a great shout-out to our friend uh, – Leon from Watchman Cigars. He sponsored that uh, that bit for us. So thank you, Leon. You're awesome. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. If you are in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full, spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or email Leon directly at Watchman 
underscore cigars at yahoo.com. That's watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com. Or check out the sponsors section of our website. All right, we are back, and you are listening to the Southern Pride Philosophy Podcast. In studio with us, we have Julius Hoke. He is uh, the owner of States Vegas Radio. However, owner, CEO, what do you want to call it there, Chief? Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> call me anything but late for dinner. There you go. Yeah, uh, and so we wanted to have him on. We are on uh, States Vegas Radio, as we've said before earlier in the show. But wanted to have you on just to kind of talk about what is Internet Radio? What What is States Vegas Radio? How did you get started? And, and all that fun stuff. Well, let me start with the name, I guess. That's what most people say, States Vegas. What yeah. is that? Um, you, most people, well, some people probably heard a lot of towns have these little nicknames. I think there's actually a K-Vegas. I think it's Kernersville. Hmm. Have you ever heard? Uh, K-Vegas. You know, it's just a, kind of a play on words. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually almost kind of making fun of, of states. <laughs> you know? uh, but, but anyway, uh, a good friend of mine um, actually has the name Trademarked. Ooh. And he started uh, States Vegas Clothing Company. Mm. And basically what it is is he takes all these businesses – uh, like retro businesses, like for instance, we had a, 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 met, um, a Spanish Mexican restaurant back mm-hmm. in the day called El Tio's. Okay, and it was actually run by white people. It was before. <laughs> well, that ain't before, no good. Well, it was before you know there was a lot of you know Mexican restaurants around. Okay, so it was just you know it was back in the you know seventies, early eighties. There was a Mexican restaurant, but it was you know so yeah, yeah. But it, it was good. It, mm-hmm. But it was it, you know it had a, a reputation, but it closed down. So. He's doing LTO's T-shirts, States Vegas, you know, and, and uh, Elliot's Ice Cream okay. is another one. Former businesses, kind of a like vintage, like vintage thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and uh, it's actually really successful. A lot of nice. Things. He does really well with it, and he has some of his own uh, uh, made-up uh, logos and stuff too. Okay, and he'll do T-shirts for just regular people. Uh, but anyway, he had it uh, trademarked, and uh, I asked him. You know, starting the radio station. Uh, I've been a DJ for. 26, 27 years now. Oh, wow. And uh, a mobile DJ. Okay. And, of course, uh, you know, I've heard my my whole career at that is, you know, what radio station did you work for? Mm-hmm. Did, you know, it's like, no, nah, it's a yeah. di- different kind of DJ. Even, really, you know, yeah, <laughs> even my father is like, so what What? What radio, can? what station can I catch you on? Dad, we're not on a radio right, station. Right, right, <laughs> right. But uh, being the DJ, they, you know, a lot of people assume that I, you know, had some radio experience. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, just uh just a music man, you know, and do the weddings and uh, school dances, the proms, you know. Nobody. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes it might get accused of being the cheesy DJ. But, <laughs> but no, not really. I mean, everybody I, I, out I, for the electric, electric slide. Yeah, well, you know, hey, I, mean, I played a couple. How sick are you of the, the, the chicken song, the chicken, chicken dance? dance. God you know, bless a bear. I can't stand that song. Yeah, it's, uh, it's you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> We did an episode where I had four DJs a show. I had four DJs come in. And we talked about stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 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 dislikes of the business and the likes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and we all pretty much agreed that even though it does suck, I mean, it is something that you it's the go to. It's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. yeah, and you get the kids out there and and the grandmas and and even like I mean, you, I'll do some twenty something weddings and. Uh, you know, the guys are all cool, you know, and they're mm-hmm. college guys, you know. And Frat guys. They're out there doing They're doing it. <laughs> they're, they're chicken dancing away. So <laughs> yeah. There's a fam- famous video on uh, YouTube of uh, Vince Neal from Motley Crue doing the chicken dance at some party. <laughs> I, I, I never 
I forget that every time somebody says chicken dance. Yeah. It's cheesy. I always remember Vince Neal doing the chicken dance. Nice. I think he caught some grief from that. But, uh, but yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. I guess it's like uh, when you're a, a, a musician that, uh, you know, you get to – they say, dude, you get tired of playing that song. But, mm. but when the crowd reacts and they're having fun. Yeah. yeah it's kind yeah, of well. – so, yeah, you got to suffer through it. I don't, sure. even, I don't even hear it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just hit a button and there you go. And it's only, you know, three minutes. So. Yeah. <laughs> a so. three minute till never get back. Right. And so, uh, But I tell people, I, you know, I don't I, I don't play what I like when, yeah. I, when I DJ. Sure. Now, now, with Stage Vegas Radio, I, you know, I can do that a little bit. But yeah. uh, still have to be really careful about the programming. And and uh, I've been working on it. So it's, sure. it's been a, a process trying to figure that out. But, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, like, how did it, you, you said the name just kind of from, from Statesful, but mm-hmm. then how did you decide you wanted to do internet radio and you wanted to, to put this out for the folks? Well, like I said, I'd always been asked about about doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I was just thumbing around the internet one day, and I seen uh, a company that, that, that does hosting, mm-hmm. and, I, and I started looking into it, started uh, trying to figure out what all it entailed, and it was actually a pretty simple thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought <laughs> you know, it is to an extent, of course, uh, the kind of person I am, I'm, I'm not happy with this, like, you know, being one way I had, mm-hmm. to, I wanted to do it all. And sure. it was a little, uh, a little more ambitious than I thought it was going to be, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I figured it out. Uh, uh, I, one in, in my investigations, I, I, I realized that internet radio, uh, the average, uh, Listener, I think it was like twenty five or twenty six. So it was oh, definitely wow. a, a younger person's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really thought the the apps having mm-hmm. the app would kind of make it a little, little different for for us and be able to uh, get more listeners that way, old and young. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it's been a, it's been a little uh, difficult to getting people to understand. Like you said with, yeah. your, with your dad, you know, yeah. what channels at all? Yeah, <laughs> what's an uh, app? Yeah, I actually had somebody email me from the website uh, statesvegasradio.com, mm-hmm. and there's actually a button on the homepage. You, you click the button and listen now, and it, mm-hmm. it comes right up. <laughs> well, she emailed me from that page asking how to listen to the radio. <laughs> how do I listen to the music? I'm Let like, me Google uh, that for you. I'm like, push the button. Oh my and, goodness. So, so yeah, there's there's that learning curve, but uh, sure. we've we've uh, got a year under our belts now. I think in April, wow, and uh, it's been a little slower than I thought, but uh, you know, yeah, I keep grinding at it. Sure, it's, uh, it's only costing me a, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we, I won't say how much it's costing because my sure. wife might be listening. Yeah, but, exactly. But, right, uh, you got to kind of uh, lower that. It's not the most ex- well. It's not the most expensive hobby sure. a man could have. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, I've been uh, getting on this bend of like collecting bourbon, like you oh, know the, yeah. the harder to find bourbons. Yeah. And so my wife is like, either you need to pick one, either it's the podcast <laughs> or it's the bourbon. You got to you got to figure it out. Yeah, gotta, um, no, she's been great. Um, so internet radio, how is that different than celestial radio? Like for our listeners, like what's the difference between the two? Well, regular radio, actually, most most stations now, with, well, probably all of them are internet radio stations That's as true. well. Yeah, I mean, they all uh, there's different uh, ways of listening through TuneIn, mm-hmm. a big one, um, where you can actually go online or just go into their you know the radio station's website and listen yeah. to it. Um, but they're you know regulated by the FCC. They are yeah o- you know me yeah they are over there mm-hmm. you know and, and um, depending on how big a station you know you got your big Charlotte stations that you can hear yeah you know over half of North Carolina um, 
we've got a couple of local stations in, in uh, Statesville that you know might have a ten mile radius. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you got to wonder how many people is actually listening to that. You know, in that radius. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the internet is definitely a, a convenient way. Sure. Um, it's just getting people to really understand it. It's, it's a new medium, and uh, people are, like I said, a little confused by it. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, what if I want to listen to it in my car? If you got a you know a 1985 uh, <laughs> Ford Escort, you're not going to listen to it. You're in trouble there. You're not going to listen to it yeah. in your car. But uh, I tell people, you know, just um, you just open the app, and your Bluetooth in your car will pick it up. Yeah. So you can listen But to you it. also have those uh, – AM, AM, FM transmitters that you can plug into your cigarette lighter. That's right, true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you have yeah. that 86 Escort. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can make your car yeah. Bluetooth yeah. compatible. Um, I'm big <coughs> on uh, headphones. I've got, I've got my Bluetooth Beats, and I go to the gym, and mm-hmm. I just open the app and, you know. Just let her eat. Yeah, and it's, it's like a Spotify or, a, you know, iHeartRadio app. Mm-hmm. Same same type of thing. Uh, the only problem is with ours, you have to listen to what we're playing. You, you don't go in and make your own set list. Like yeah, Spotify. Or so that's a little bit different than yeah. than, so, than those type of things. But so we ha- we have to make sure that we have something that people <laughs> want to hear. And, and uh, you know, like I said, it's it's changed a lot. We we do uh, we're really trying to get some local stuff on there. Okay, um, I've been reaching out uh, via Craigslist and. Uh, some other uh, mediums to try to get some regional North Carolina people at least to send me some MP3s. And if anybody's listening now, yeah. send your MP3s to statesvegasradio at gmail.com and uh, we'll get them on there. You know, the, the, the Craigslist thing, <laughs> there's some interesting uh, MP3s oh, I've got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are some of the crazy uh, MP3s you've gotten from Craigslist? Um, just, you know, <laughs> Stuff that um, Pro Tools, you know, there's there's a lot of programs you can get get into now really sure. cheap, and, yeah. and you can do some recording and um, maybe some untrained musicians <laughs> to be nice. Um, oh my gosh, can I? I would I would pay you money for that to be our bumper music. Some of the worst because we've documented your. I'll, I'll send you some. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> Your um, secondhand embarrassment, we've documented yeah. that well on the show. Yeah. Man, could you imagine playing some of those things? Just trying to to- get total ear to candy. Yeah. <laughs> well, starting out, you know, my, my thoughts were maybe to just do all local, you know, mm-hmm. to bypass the licensing and just do, you know. And uh, right off the bat, I had uh, some, some stuff sent to me that was great, and I mm-hmm. still play it. Yeah. And uh, I do a local show now uh, from 11 to 1 called the local lunchbox and it's all local music uh, uh i don't know if we got any in your area through yet but it's a lot of statesville mooresville some charlotte acts and it's okay. it's all over the place you know nice. it's a little little bluegrass to pop to we don't, i don't think we have any hip-hop on there yet but uh, uh we've had a few uh you sent in from yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the Craigslist thing. I love but, the, uh, the the variety of music because you'll go from like yeah. Biggie to like Nora Jones to like Garth, and you're Big, like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, Big, Big Daddy Weave. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I remember, yeah, so. yeah. Well, and 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 like I said, I've got about probably right now. To, you know, well, I've you know I've got twenty thousand songs from wow. my DJ business. You know, yeah. So, um, and I tried to I tried to mix it up. We did it to where we did like a couple hours of '80s rock mm-hmm. hair metal, and mm-hmm. we did a couple hours of bluegrass, a couple hours of country, and then I was just like, you know what, just let's like all mix yeah. it all together and see how that goes. 
Um, I tell people it's definitely if you're a music lover, you got to, mm. you know, and, and there's, I think there's a lot of people kind of like that, yeah. that, that, that like, you know, like you said, Biggie, and, and then they'll like some, uh, you know, some bluegrass, some uh, blackberry smoke or something, yeah. or okay. widespread <laughs> panic, and then, yeah. and then you got... Uh, it keeps you on your toes, you know. So, you know, it yeah. keeps you on your toes. Yeah, and and I still, you know, I, I am going to get into some more um, uh, designated blocks, you know, for those people that just mm-hmm. don't want, you know. There's some people that, I mean, I'm I, I sit and watch, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I've got so many listeners and music. <laughs> when it shifts directions, boom, you know. Oh you yeah, see, so you can watch. I can watch. Yeah, oh, wow. I, I don't know who's on there, but I know how many listeners and what um, what they're listening on. I mean, hmm. If I've got people listening on desktops, if I've got yeah. people, and and uh, also too, I know who you guys talk about uh, having the listeners. Yeah, here and there. yeah, that we've got the same thing. I can watch where they're from. It's got the world map right on there. That's if somebody, cool. you know, listens in Canada or yeah. Australia. We've had a couple. Um, we had one for, uh, United Arab Emirates. Oh you know? yeah, and I was like, Whoa, that weird? That you're like, crazy. where is that coming from? Well, you know, it's uh, it's internet. They might have. Well, they might have been strolling through the app store and so mm. that's the only, that's the only thing I can think yeah. of. We're we're not actually on TuneIn. We didn't we didn't register for that. Yeah, know? we're just kind of gotcha. waiting, getting our trying to get our content. You yeah, know, and and, uh, and reaching out to you guys and having you guys on there is a is a big help. Cool. Uh, we want to be about. Probably fifty fifty, I think. Sure. Uh, music and and shows. Um, we don't want to be, you know. Like I said, there's so many different outlets for music right now. Sure. Like Spotify. Yeah. You can make your own playlist. So we we feel like we have to have a little something different yeah. to offer people. So let's talk about your shows. What are all the different shows that you have? I mean, I know Southern Fried is the best you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, kidding. well, I'll be honest. You, Southern Fried is very well produced. I was very oh, impressed, well, thank you. especially. Uh, like I said, when we, when, you know, I got in contact with you guys. Yeah. Things, like, I don't know what we got here. <laughs> uh, well, but it, you know, it's it's so funny because in this game, not to get off the subject, mm. but um, production a lot of times doesn't really have that much to do with it. Yeah. Especially if you go into some of these guys that do uh, YouTube mm-hmm. only. They're not strict, you know, podcaster podcasters. Yeah. But they do a series of uh, video shorts or whatever. And uh, I mean, I see these guys, and it looks like they're just you know they're in their, you know, in their closet. <laughs> you know, they're using strictly you know phone audio and yeah. phone, and and they've got you know thirty thousand followers. Y'all, how are you doing that? Like, maybe we're doing it wrong. We should just do it on our phone. Well, I think you know they got in early. Yeah, I think that's the. They've been uh, in it for a minute. Yeah, I think they they started when YouTube didn't have you know mm-hmm. as much as it does now. So, I, but uh, but yeah, the production's like terrible, and it's got all these people watching. <laughs> And I'm like, how do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's like those little kids that just like they they have like unpackaging of their toys and they've oh, got yeah. a million viewers. Yeah, I'm like how in the world? Yeah. Well, well, I got a, a, a seriously funny funny story. Um, you know, been doing a few videos and stuff, and, and started the YouTube channel, and couldn't get anybody to subscribe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, subscribe, subscribe. I put on Facebook, subscribe. Yeah, and they would watch some of the videos, but they wouldn't hit the they subscribe yeah. button. You know, and I'm like, man, what's up with that? Um, or, or some of my Facebook uh, videos, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have that many views on or whatever. Well, one day I walked into my studio and I uh, had a fan running. And I noticed the fan was off. I was like, the fan's not running. What, what's up with this? And I, and I walked into the, we have like a green room. We have a couple of different rooms. I walked into it and I seen the fan wasn't running and I put my hand on it. And it was really hot. 
the motor was hot. So I flipped on the light switch, and when I did, I looked, there was a, about a six-foot-long black snake. No! <laughs> had cr- this was a pedestal fan. No! This wasn't a fan sitting on the floor. He oh, crawled up the pedestal no. and crawled inside the, the, the screen and was wrapped around the mm. fan blade. Mm. And, and about a foot of it was hanging out. Mm. And I was like, craziest thing I'd ever seen. Oh, a running Lord. fan, you know? So so I took a video, <laughs> you know, and I was telling people, yeah. and, oh, man. I got, oh, that one blew up. Oh, gosh, yeah, you know, thousands of views. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I work hard on yeah. you know, putting together a show. It's a, it's a stupid one, so, man. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. like, it's like we talked about earlier on the show. Like yeah. we are, are, one of our big Facebook posts this, <laughs> this week was about how people cut their toast. Like, really? <laughs> That's a thing? Like, yeah, people were upset about it. I just saw that yeah. video that had like 300-something million yeah. views as to where the squirrel got his yeah. manhood trapped in the in the, in the fence slats. <laughs> Listen, for three million views, I would get my manhood caught in the fence slats. We can, we can organize that. Make it happen. I would straight up do that. Yeah. Good gracious. It, it is. It's just it's, a, it's it's a it's numbers crazy, game, but it's it's yeah. crazy. Right? But you know, it's it's all about having fun. Yeah, and, and, definitely. Uh, and, and, and I've met some great people and some of the people that have come in uh, and supported me you know, I, I, sometimes in the back of my mind, I think to myself, you know, do they think this is more than what it really is? Mm. Um, I try to be honest with them sure. and say, you know, hey, this is growing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we've we got a lot of good support. Yeah. Know, and, and that's really it, it's the key to it is just supporting mm-hmm. everybody, you know, like even just – you know, one of our sponsors is Watchman Cigars, and he supports us like none other. Right. And then, you know, we support him. So it's just a, you know, right. a brotherhood and mm-hmm. a sisterhood of just trying to connect people and, right. and trying to help each other out. Well, our, um, we, our Appetite for Discussion show, you were asking me about the shows yeah, yeah, before definitely. I got sidetracked with snakes and stuff. Yeah. But, um, That'll yeah, throw me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you came out of that seat. Man. I hate uh, Yeah. Um, he, uh, we actually had a cigar guy on there that, mm. that just opened a cigar um, cigar shop down in, in downtown Statesville. So, okay. uh, yeah, he's very supportive. But uh, but yeah, that's one of our um, our flagship shows, I guess. Mm. Uh, I reached out to Brandon um, Crouch, who's the host, uh, when I started it, and I was like, hey, you know, anybody? And I now I did that to everybody. I, mm. I put post after post on Facebook. Anybody want to start a show? Yeah, you know, come into my studio for free. Mm. I'll help you. And you know it was kind of crazy because you know people oh yeah 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 and then and then yeah. I didn't get some no shows and then, some, yeah yeah and I had some one episode two episodes you know mm. that kind of thing and one of them was my kids I, <laughs> I wanted to do a teen show mm-hmm. which I thought was because looking through YouTube and stuff I didn't really see uh, a lot of yeah. kids kid stuff and I wanted to do a show we called it Teen Talk where it was my two teenage daughters. And it was kind of a variety show where they were doing some, some you know, kind of the stuff you do, guys do a little bit with the news. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the, the things they had was stump me. So they would, they would give a, a word like a, a slang. Uh, and, and oh, I'd that's have, good. And I'd have to guess what it was. Yeah. And we had some good stuff like that going yeah. on. And, uh, uh, and then we part of the show was going to be a, you know, 20, 30 minutes of seriousness. We wanted to do, um, you know, some serious teen Mm. Uh, matters that, mm-hmm. that uh, affect teenagers these days, and uh, and have some guests on and, yeah. and stuff. But um, you know, they they just didn't uh, mm. 
they were all for it when I did all the work. <laughs> but I told them, I said, okay, now you guys got to get, uh, you know, line up a guest, mm-hmm. line up your, do your work. And, yeah. You know, you just didn't like do it. So, and I wasn't going to, you know, I said, no, nope, I'm not going to do it. Mm. I'm not going to do it for you. Yeah, that so, could have made, that could have made any, some money there. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because we started a, a Facebook page for it and everything. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the unusual thing is we're getting all these um, friend requests or, or people are liking the page from Asia. Mm. I don't know what it is. Oh, boy. But uh, all these Asians. <laughs> well, yeah. No, but it's, it's Asian teenagers. They yeah. love the teen That's talk. What they say. So, yeah. Well, That's what yeah. they say they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we should identify as a teenager <laughs> thing that way. <laughs> But there's nothing on the page, so sure. you goodness. So you have appetite for destruction. What type of show is that? Um, it's a, a variety show. He does, does uh, one guest. Um, he's off the cuff. The guy's pretty amazing. I have to give it to him. No, no script. Uh, I'm sure he does some some mental preparations before he gets in there. But uh, yeah, he uh, he brings in a, a local somebody. Uh, we have had some music guests. Uh, uh, I mean, gosh, I'm trying to think. Just a little bit of mm-hmm. everybody. You can check his uh, YouTube page out, Appetite for Destruction uh, Discussion, okay. which I love the name. I yeah, thought, man, no, that's that a great such one. a cool name, um, Appetite for Discussion at YouTube. And he's got, uh, I think, about 25 episodes on there now. Nice. So, And we we air his show uh, Fridays at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Okay, so, so that's, out, uh, that's later, later in the evening. Yeah, later in the evening. Uh, we're going to start rerunning some of it in different times. Gotcha. You know, we're, we're trying to do blocks of shows mm-hmm. like, like we blocked in with you guys. Mm-hmm. I think we got um, him uh, airing. Uh, we, we got you guys on Monday, right? Monday at 6 Monday and then at Friday six. at 4. Yeah, and then we got Brandon at 8 after that. So okay. We're cool. hoping that the guys will listen to you and then stick, stick around and listen yeah. to him. But yeah, yeah. You know that might be a little ambitious, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you'll find with the metrics. I mean, uh, that people like AM, mm-hmm. like you know AM stations or, or talk radio stations, yeah, especially. Right. I yeah. mean, people listen. Right. Like people are constantly been trained. Like, all right, I'm gonna listen to Rush Limbaugh from twelve to three. Right. Mm-hmm. Sean Handy from three right. to six. You know, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. so that's why people will do. Well, well, my dad will just, just. I don't know why I'm like dissing my dad a whole lot, but he'll just like leave on Fox <laughs> News all day, yeah. and then like hear the same. That's because that's because he can't find the remote or know how to change it. <laughs> that's probably it. The batteries are dead. He keeps <laughs> clicking, clicking the remote. Yeah, my mom used to keep it on the Weather Channel. Get over it. It on the Weather, oh, that, weather, weather Channel or, or Lifetime. Oh I was like, man. does this TV pick up anything other? Than <laughs> you pay. You pay eighty seven dollars a month just to watch Two one channels. station. Right, yeah, right, come on. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, you pay eighty seven dollars unless you get the QVC channel on. Then you, then your monthly bill should probably be like seventy seventy six hundred bucks or something like that from all the crap you buy from QVC. Oh yeah. yeah. Are you a big QVC guy? I I, I haven't watched it in mm-hmm. years. My but, mom was, dude. You didn't know it was. She, it was the pre-Amazon, right? So yeah. you would walk to the door and you'd be like, "What in the world is this? Uh-huh. Well, it's a clock I got. Why do we need a clock, Mom?" I'll have a confession, though. I yeah. mean, uh, when I was younger, like probably thirteen or fourteen, and you know, I grew up in a religious home. QVC uh-huh. was like the closest thing we get to Playboy Channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's my confession. Seriously? Oh, yeah, when they did the lingerie uh, segment. Oh, yeah. my good night. So, yeah. I, I, I have, yeah uh, it's funny because I, I'm not... I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I would see. I wonder how many listeners out there. For real? My, age, my age. Wow. My age. Forty two. They're probably thirty five to forty two. You know, you back it up to back older. it up back then. You know, mm. probably thirteen around that. Uh, 
at 89, 90, 91, 92 mark, I guarantee you QVC was the closest thing to Skinamax. I tell you, I, I had neck problems trying to figure out to watch those, those squiggly lines, yeah. trying to figure out what yeah. was between That's, the lines. you got to shake your head really fast. Yeah, Whoa. if you shake it really fast, you can see something. <laughs> well, another I, thing, I think I saw a leg. In the mailbox, you used to get the catalogs, you know, and oh, yeah. you go to the lingerie section, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know what you're talking about. The JC well, now, now kids got it on their phone. You know, oh, so. good, great. Don't even I, get me started. I went I went into Victoria's Secrets to sign my mother up for a catalog. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, so Appetite for Discussion. Uh, what are some yeah. other shows? Um, we have uh, my show, the DJ Julia Show, which is uh, pretty new. We're still mm-hmm. work, working the bugs out. Uh, we've got a lot of musical guests that we bring in. Nice. Um, and like I said, Brandon has a, some musical guests on his. Then we have uh, probably the show that's been with us from day one is the uh, Little Toe and Frankie show. Uh, they're on about five different radio stations. They're actually nice. over, they do an over the air live show on Wednesday nights, and then okay. we, we replay them Friday at six p.m. And uh, they they got a great show. Um, they bring in some pretty remarkable musical guests. A hmm. lot. It's a different. It's a, a lot of the same genre. It's kind of a I'm trying to think, uh, new age, um, widespread panicky type, mm-hmm. you know, that type of music, you know, um, gotcha. Americana maybe, okay. I guess you'd say, okay. um, some, there's a lot of regional ba- bands and stuff. So they've got some really good musicians and on that show. Um, and then they do some remotes too, from a couple of local breweries where they okay. do some requests. Now they do play licensed music on their show as well. Oh, they nice. play. So they'll play, you know, the, the in-studio guest will play a song. Mm-hmm. They'll play, um, you know, a, a, a regular song, mm-hmm. kind of country, and then they'll talk a little bit. It's it's probably a um, more music than it is talking. Gotcha. You know? It's not like you guys or uh, or Brandon show. Yeah, so. we don't have a license, therefore we can't play the music. So whoopsie. <laughs> well, we, we, we also rent the studio, so we can talk. There we go. Yeah, so. yeah, right, right, and um, yeah, I think people like. The, the talk shows, you mm-hmm. know, um, like I said, no, nothing you know against Little Tom Frankie because um, the musical guests they have are pretty, pretty spectacular. But you have to yeah. be into that kind of music, yeah. so it's a little bit. Uh, my show, I try to bring in a little bit more variety of, of musical guests. Um, you know, I had a, my last guest was a guy who worked for Motown. He worked nice. for Temptations. He was a manager. Holy um, cow, that must have been like really interesting. It, it was very interesting, and uh, the guy's from Statesville, but he uh, he lives in Washington D.C. now, and he's actually um, uh, works on Capitol Hill, so he's, oh, he's got wow. a pretty, pretty important job up there. So he's got his political connections, and then he has his Motown connections. And you, you think he went to the to the hearing today? Yeah, he was there. Was he really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah he uh, he's there. He's uh, I'm trying to think of what his actual position is. He's like uh, chief of staff of the uh, Congress. Or he, 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 I don't know exactly what it is, but but anyway, he, he he's had a relationship with Motown for about 20 years, and mm. the Temptations in particular is one of my favorites of all time. So it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, the only downfall was he uh, uh, called from um, uh, the airport. Oh. He was waiting on a plane. So the good news is he didn't didn't see the snake tied up in the fence. Yeah, so well, that's, 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 that's one good thing about being a call, a call in guest, <laughs> yeah. I guess. So, um, you guys do call ins, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty easy. You know? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the the intercom on the uh, oh yeah the the airport now boarding flight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's quite a bit of that. So mm. um, but yeah, it's still like you know we. 
you know, we tell our listeners all the time, like, hey, listen, this is internet radio. You yeah. Know, we, we're not uh, claiming to be, you know, polished, professional, you know. Well, that's why you have us. You're, li- you're listening to blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's real talk. You know? Yeah. And, and, yep. and I like that about you guys. You know, you definitely got some, got some real talk and just some comedy and some interesting guests and stuff. Cool. And uh, we're real happy and pleased that uh, you decided to come on board. Yeah, no doubt. I, th- I know you were probably skeptical when you saw the internet radio. No, I mean, man. Uh, um, the Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, hey, you know, why not put it on there? And, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, you know, again, it's partnership and trying to, to pull each other up by each if, other's bootstraps. If, and, if, if and you help. get a few new fans out of it. You yeah. Know, yeah. For us, if we get some downloads. And uh, speaking of, uh, make sure. If, yeah. Go ahead and plug <laughs> that. Let's go ahead and do it. Uh, the, the State's Vegas Radio app is available on the app store. I always mm-hmm. want to say iTunes for some reason. It's not iTunes. It's the app store. Is it? I still call yeah. it iTunes. I, I, iTunes I always want to say it, I just it, combine them. Yeah, well, it's the app store. Go, okay. to, go to the app store, and that's if you have an iPhone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's also available at Google Play. It's a 100% free app. It takes five seconds to download to your phone. Yep. Um, I've got our little skull and crossbones logo. Don't be frightened by it. <laughs> it didn't scare me, though. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It, rem- it had like a, a like uh, a Goonies look to it with the headphones. So that's that's not really that's, and all his rich yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's part of the, the State's Vegas thing. We actually do a gospel <laughs> music show um, on Sunday mornings from 8 to 12. Oh, wow. Where okay. we, we play uh, all kinds of contemporary all the way, uh, and classic stuff, you know, and bluegrass uh, mm. gospel and a little bit of everything. And we have a couple of uh, – pastors that that do a little spoken word oh, in between nice. some of the songs but um yeah in advertising that on facebook i was like <laughs> uh, i might have to do a little something different from the skull for the for the <laughs> gospel, put him in a tie the gospel show. <laughs> well i just i did a a, a gothic type uh, cross you know got it a little less scary yeah, yeah. i think i still had my little little skull guy in the bottom <laughs> corner you know hoping that it didn't just put didn't. states vegas 316 on there oh, yeah, there you oh go. actually yeah. that's really good, yeah, that's good well done sir there. yeah steal that yeah um, we won't charge you anything for it <laughs> but anyway the app is 100 percent free you can also listen to it uh, on the desktop mm-hmm. at uh, states com. is it suitable um, for work um yeah, yeah. Okay. Dur- during the day, we we keep it pretty until pretty, our show pretty, comes pretty on, calm, yeah. and then it goes downhill yeah. from there. It is, uh, I think, on uh, at the app store, it's rated twelve and over. I think so. Okay, I'm sure yeah. probably it's just for the, some of the musical content. Yeah, a few of the rap songs, yeah. of course, yeah. you know. But but it, being the, the the mobile DJ, I have to have uh, radio edited stuff too. Sure. So mm. mo- most of it's pretty clean. I think there might be uh, something in there and. Brandon might slip a, a swear word in every now and then. That's you know, it's eight o'clock. At well, night, yeah, so. yeah. nobody has virgin's ears, ears anymore. Yeah. I mean, my uh, heck, my cardiologist when he does a uh, biopsy, mm-hmm. he has like nineties R and B ghetto, uh, not ghetto, but gang <laughs> gang, uh, gang grab. You know the yeah, the ice yeah. cube, the ice tea. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I mean, right. so it's it's all so, the heavy stuff. So yeah, it's and, like, well, I think that's one thing people like about it is uh, mm-hmm. you know, the podcast and uh, and uh, you know internet radio. It's real talk. Like yeah. I said, you know, it's not you know you know you talk to, you sit down and talk to somebody like you would. You yeah, know, not, not over you know, a beer. You're just you're yeah. front porch. You're at the bar. You're mm-hmm. at the gym. You know, you're talking to somebody. You're not. Yeah, gonna, you know, you're not gonna. 
prim and proper. Yeah, right. You're not going to, I'm not going to hang out with you you in the world, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just hanging out and, and doing your thing. So what, um, uh, what, what's been something you talked about just the apps and trying to get people to understand was that, is that one of your biggest challenges that you've had so far with this piece? Yeah. I mean, we're, the app, there's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I can go to somebody, an advertiser or sure. another show and say, hey, we've got uh, 3,000 downloads of our app, of course that's going to be powerful. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and people want to know, you know, well, how many people you got listening? And sure. it's like, you know, and, and like I said, uh, the best exposure we've gotten so far is our Facebook Live videos. Um, and pe- people can do that, too. They can go like our page on Facebook, okay. States Vegas Radio. Um, and and then we you know we hope that the guests share it and uh, get it out there and uh, yeah and, and we hope that somebody that's listening will say well let me try let me let me get this app let me yeah. see what it says about because it doesn't take up any room on your phone you know it's, it's really really small so you know if you are just listening to the show and you're you, you want to pick up that's, that's again it's a tiny app go mm-hmm. download it listen to it and the variety of music is is really cool and i like that yeah. and you can also get all the other talk shows and and even on your on your website and it, it gives you the list of all the different different shows yeah we've got we've got our our, uh, our host and stuff on there we've got the different shows and like i said that's changed a lot mm-hmm. because we've we've had a show you know two episodes and it goes bye-bye right know? and uh and that's really tough especially for podcasters and, mm-hmm. and you know brandon and i were talking about it, is just you know most shows don't go past 10 Right. You know, so they if don't. you've got if you've got twelve or twenty or mm-hmm. for for us we're at ninety one. That's that's kind of a rarity to have. Mm-hmm. You know, ninety one is impressive. That's very yeah. impressive. Brandon, like I said, with appetite is up to uh, twenty eight, and 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 I give it to him. He is very uh, thorough, and mm. and, he, and uh, you know, he, he's had some issues, uh, and I'm sure you guys probably sure. had to, you get the canceled guest. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, we had a, we had some, <laughs> the canceled host. <laughs> that, that's our biggest issue. Someone flies to India. Yeah, for, <laughs> for a month. month. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do. But yeah, again, Jeremy stepped in and took yeah. care of care yeah, for us. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, and 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 saying that again, I'll, I'll you know put it out there for some of your listeners. If anybody's, uh, I know. We're there's a, a distance uh, issue with us, but if somebody lives in my area and they're interested in, in putting together some kind of show, they got an idea. I'm all for it. You know, okay. I, I would help produce it. Um, I, I tell them they're not. You know, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's mm-hmm. not going to be, you know, super polished. It's not going right. to be, uh, you know, amazing. But you know, give it a try. You yeah. Know? I mean. Uh, if you really want to do it, but but commit to yep. it, and unfortunately, like I said, I had a few. It's, it's like, tough. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's they, tough. They, they figure out it's work, you know. Yeah, including including the daughters. It's, <laughs> you know, but, sure. Uh, but uh, if anybody wants it, just uh, email me at uh, States Vegas Radio at Gmail. Send me okay. a, send me an idea. Awesome. If there's anybody out there that's got a show and they want to be on, like yeah. you guys, you know, send send it to me. You know, if it's. Uh, you know, if it's feasible, I'll get it on there. Awesome. Well, why not? You know, like yeah. <laughs> strength in numbers, strength, right? Strength in numbers, right? Cool. Right, right. Well, Julius, thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate you, Brandon. Did you have any any questions? No, I think uh, I think you guys covered it all. You man. couldn't get it past me. <laughs> I, t- I told you I'm a talker. <laughs> you guys are sitting over talking like two thirteen year old teenage girls at lunch. I mean, sorry, I Brandon. Uh, Speaking of guests yeah. not showing up, he had a, a no show for his show, and oh, his no. show usually goes about an hour. You uh-huh. know? And uh, he said, "I don't have a, I don't have anybody." He said, "You want, hmm. you want to be my, uh, my guest?" Yeah. 
show it was two hours and ten minutes. <laughs> it was like double every other episode they ever have because I'm yeah. just uh, I get rolling and I start yeah. blabbing and uh, our first episode uh, on stage Vegas it was Jeremy White and I love Jeremy yeah. great dude mm-hmm. but dude will talk and yeah. but I don't want to you know stu- Not, stop yeah, it because yeah, it's yeah, really good stuff yeah if as long as it's you know got something to say I don't know exactly if, if I did but we were talking uh, local politics and, oh, and I uh, do it. well I was actually a city I uh, ran for city council of states so, oh so, wow so yeah you know I got my opinions on stuff like that but <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah when you anytime you get to talking politics that's you right definitely go along you know, yeah we, we try to stay away from that most of the time <laughs> i like i like my stuff to be fun and well, right. lighthearted and a little bit goofy mojo you know? will stick it in there every once in a while that was a bad <laughs> choice of words sorry well yeah but you hate that too well, anyway well julius thanks for, for coming on i appreciate you uh, if, if anybody wants to to look at the app again go to the itunes uh, stores, whatever the app, app store, store yeah. uh, Google Play. Google. We'll have all that information on our show notes. Oh, cool. So if you want to go Facebook. check out and the Facebook, Facebook page, yeah. you can go like that as well. States Vegas Radio. StatesVegasRadio.com. Cool. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys, man. I really appreciate it. Once again, everyone, we appreciate you tuning into the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast. You can go check us out at our website at southernfryphilosophy.com. You can actually play that from the desktop. Not that I have ever had before, but you can also go to Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Spotify. I can't even remember And States Vegas Radio. Yeah, also there. That's where you can listen to us there live. Uh, or in, at your leisure whenever you'd like to. Um, yeah, I forgot what else do I need to say. That's it. And as always, pack it up. Keep looking up. <laughs>